0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt?
1: I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you?
0: Um, other than on some computer problems, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble as usual.
1: Yeah, I, I hear that. That's, uh, that's never any fun.
0: No, absolutely not. But on the more positive fishing side you know, you're still relatively cool by southeastern standards, a little bit of rain. So what are you seeing on the smallmouth and the trout waters?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're in the, you know, the, the peak of the day, we're hitting the mid eighties right now. Um, we've actually had a little bit of a cool down, um, in water temperatures. And part of that was due to some rain we had over the last couple of days. Um, but, uh, overall everything's been pretty comfortable. Um, the uh, trout streams are pretty low at this point. Um, we will likely peak in um, our trout stream water temperatures in the next couple of weeks, but uh, you know there's always there's always fishable cold water somewhere in the region um, if you go high enough or closer to the headwaters where there's springs. Um, and on the trout front, right now, I mean, we're mainly dry fly fishing. That's It's the beauty of summertime around here is that we, uh, we have cold water, um, to be able to responsibly trout fish, but they, they look up pretty much all summer. So that's, uh, that's been pretty viable. Um, pretty good. Smallmouth fishing has been, uh, has been decent, um, kind of depending on the day and the conditions, um, been hopping around a little bit trying to, uh, avoid bad conditions, which, um, is mainly coming in the form of low water right now, um, or just, you know, really crazy fluctuations from, uh, the dam at Radford on the New River. But, uh, it's, uh, it's been an interesting early summer in the sense that, uh, topwater fishing has not been quite as, uh, quite as productive as it should be on average for this time of year. Um, certainly had, plenty of good topwater days where fish have been eating them and um you know consistently but i've uh, kind of not been just just uh going down with the ship on topwater as much as i typically do in the summertime the last couple of weeks because we've had had some days where you know i'll have somebody fishing a streamer in the back of the boat and somebody fishing a bug in the front in the morning and um you know into the middle of the day and guy streamer fishing in the back is you know catching two or three fish for the guy in the front one so that's been a little bit interesting but certainly have good top water conditions i i attribute some of the uh the uh the the difference just to the fact that we have a lot of bait fish in the river right now um lots of smallmouth fry and then lots of just native bait fishes so uh it's a uh, been a little bit different than usual and just kind of paying attention to what's going on around you and, um, not being afraid to switch things up has worked out for us day to day.
0: Yeah. And I was wondering too, I mean, I guess we kind of had a cooler spring than normal. Um, do you think that's kind of got things a little bit behind in terms of the topwater bite this year?
1: Um, not, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I, uh, I've caught I've caught fish on top water all the way down to mid fifties water temps um, in the spring and the fall. Um, as long as you have, as long as you have, I mean you can catch a, a smallmouth that's that's interested and ready to go on a top water bug, even if there's no insects around or um, or anything like that. But uh, you know we've got plenty of damselflies and dragonflies, um, cicadas, or dog day cicadas are out and about pretty heavily um got good good water clarity and stream flows and you know we're like i said we're we've dropped back a little bit in water count. last week we were around uh around 80 low 80s and now we're sitting kind of in the mid 70s um which is you know again plenty plenty warm um potentially that that setback in water count over the last couple of days has uh Sort of made the fish a little bit sluggish and more likely to eat something closer to the bottom than up on up on top. But uh, like I said, it's kind of different day to day. But uh, top water should definitely be on the table. Um, it but it is worth sort of experimenting to see if if something will be more productive.
0: Yeah, got it. And we've got a question from Colby on the smallmouth front, and he wanted to kind of get your thoughts. And I know you've said it's a little bit unusual this year, but You know, we're going to be marching pretty soon into the dog day, dog days of summer. And, you know, where do you look for smallmouth during those times of the season?
1: Yeah. So, um, they, uh, I I mean, they, they, uh, will move throughout the entire river, particularly if the river gets low, um, and depending on the size of the river that you're fishing, they can comfortably, comfortably inhabit the middle of the river if stream flows way down and uh something that i i i kind of adhere to is just the concept of of shade and um cover from from bright sunlight that fish seek out so my ideal conditions in the summertime particularly you know july august september are uh you know clear water moderate low stream flow and bright Sun because what it does is it it uh, sort of eliminates the the um, ability of of just deeper water to provide that sort of visual cover for fish and they tend to uh, concentrate in the shade along the bank um, that time of year too you know when you have a lot of insects in the trees, and later into August, um, we'll start to have some of our annual cicadas dying off. You know, those fish will position themselves two feet on those food sources, and that's you know, again, underneath of the trees. So, tight to the bank in the shade, um, most of the time is where you're going to find fish, and then cloudy days, you know, heavy overcast, um, if you have low water and there's no current to kind of force fish to be um, on the outer edges of the river, they have a little bit more of an ability to move around and jockey around in the river um, just because there's no bright sunlight to really concentrate them in, in shade during the peak of the day when uh, the bug activity is really, really heavy. So uh, cloudy days, I, I tend to um, do a little bit more streamer fishing than I do on the bright, sunny, um, you know, high bug activity days. But, uh, and then in terms of, you know, where in the river to look, um, there are, you know, you'll hear a lot of people talk about, well, you know, you gotta fish, you gotta fish the ripples, you gotta fish the, the pools just below the ripples. Um, and there's, there's fish in all these places. There's fish everywhere in the river, um, in the summertime, they're spread out looking for food, um. Moving water um, can be important, particularly when the water gets really hot and really low because dissolved oxygen becomes um, very scarce. And so areas sort of closer to the dissolved oxygen stations of, of ripples and tailouts and that kind of thing um, can be a little bit more productive if you have really low, really hot water. Um, but for the most part, I mean, my favorite water for bug fishing in the summertime, particularly for big fish, is what a lot of people will just row right through. And that's deeper, slow water, you know, with lots of good woody or rocky cover in it. Um, and again, that that's generally on the bank, in shade, and, uh, you know, depending on the size of the river, um, you know, pools on the new river can be a couple miles long. But pools on uh, you know, the upper or middle Rapidan river or upper Shenandoah river, um, can, can be, you know, 50 to a couple hundred yards long. So, um, pretty much, I, you know, it sounds, sounds cheap, but all throughout the river, um, anywhere you see that good sort of small mouth feed, walking feed water, um, to, to a little bit slower water, um, with good cover and shade, that's, that's what you're looking for it's not
0: not too complicated got it and you know folks we love questions on the articulate fly you can email them to us or send them to us on our facebook or instagram page and if we use your question i'll send you some articulate fly swag and we want to do a drawing for something cool at the end of the season from matt and uh you know matt i was going to check with you too before i let you go see if you've kind of gotten your writing groove back from all of your travels this summer
1: yeah yeah i'm working on it i uh the uh column i'm putting together this week is just uh not really anything fishing related but it's just sort of about the uh the life cycle and kind of what you're seeing relative to uh the lightning bugs that are everywhere outside right now um just i kind of try to mix it up with more uh, general interest kind of natural pieces here and there and i was outside on my patio the other day and we had lightning bugs everywhere
0: so I figured that'd be a good topic for middle of the summer yeah well there you go and when it comes out I'll certainly drop it in the show notes for you perfect awesome and also too I got your newsletter earlier this week I mean you've only got a handful of days um, you know left to fish in August and maybe a few more towards the end of September you want to let folks know where they can uh, find you so they can soak up those extra days
1: yeah sure Um, the uh, you know just find my website is uh, com, and then you can find my phone number and email um, on there and reach out however you feel comfortable and we'll get to talking and we'll figure out what we're gonna do
0: yeah well there you go well you know folks you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody tight lines matt
1: all right thanks marvin